going to listen to this? Well, we're not for everybody. Hey guys, this is Olivia Searcy. And Andrew Ferrara. And we're not, not for, for everybody. everybody. Ooh. All right, so we've been gone for a while, and we realize this is no longer a consistent podcast, but we're busy. Yeah, and we also said we were going to skip Christmas, so we had a, we said we held to that. We're not doing a Christmas episode, but we also said we we're going to do a Halloween episode, and that did not happen. Yeah, and we didn't do a New Year episode. So Happy New Year! Happy New Year, <laughs> Happy New Year you guys! New Year, new me, <sighs> new she. Yeah, it's new, new we. Year. <laughs> <laughs> so. This year had me doing a lot of things. Like drugs? No. <laughs> I don't know. How do we want to do this part? Let's talk about what we've been up to. Yeah. So what have you been up to, Olivia? Oh my god. <laughs> so in December, Andrew and I, we went and did a few out-of-town shows in Chattanooga, Huntsville, Gulfport, Knoxville, Savannah. And uh, did I say Chattanooga? That's the first one I said, I think. Okay. Who knows? Well, yeah, we were in Chattanooga too. But that's where we mainly were. So we've been busy with that. And, you know, Andrew's been busy working. Um, I quit my job at the liquor store. And uh, I don't think I mentioned this in the last episode, but if y'all remember our job episode where we were talking about shitty jobs and how I always had to clean up shit, guess what? Someone rubbed shit <laughs> all over the floor and the <laughs> fucking walls. At the liquor store that I work at, and it's a nice liquor store, so I was shocked. But yeah. At some point, you gotta start thinking that it's you, not no, them, it's not Olivia. Me. Maybe it's you not me. No. It. Oh my god. I'm gonna be thinking about that this entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been fired for a job. I mean, they're just, it's like the Americans with Disability Act or something. <laughs> oh no, but she has no it's idea. Like she doesn't know, but when she walks in her room, I gotta wow. take a shit. <laughs> Be a crazy Night Shyamalan movie. But, um, girl shitting but doesn't realize it's her. (laughs) The shit sense. (laughs) So stupid. Okay. Um, what was I fucking talking about? (laughs) Your job and the poop. Poop So we had to go to Waffle House. I'm going too deep into it. We had to walk over to Waffle House and get some gloves. Do you know how sad that is? We had to walk to Waffle House and they gave us a whole box of gloves. We told them what happened. So Waffle House is more sanitary than you guys were? That's pretty... It was the beginning of the pandemic and everyone was sold out of gloves. So... Okay. But yeah, I went way too into detail with that. Sorry. But um, as always... So, believe it or not, I actually did not quit after having to, like, clean up the shit. (laughs) I was there for a couple more months and then me and Andrew got offered all these shows and I was like, all right, they're not going to let me ask off, so fuck this. Y'all are all awesome, but I got to go live my dream yeah. <laughs> in a pandemic. Well done. <laughs> hey, living the dream's what it's all about. Yeah. Because well, if was... you're living a dream, you don't need to sleep. And... so inspired right now. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank this you. Is, this is now <laughs> a self-help podcast. Stress tips. <laughs> When we were first planning to do We're Not For Everybody, we wrote down a list of ideas, and the other day we looked, and one of them from months ago was stress tips. <laughs> we are the most stressed out people. We should not be given tips. And what was the one thing we wrote down for that? A like, punching bag? Like, we said we should put things we don't like on a punching bag and hit it. Or on a pillow. That's, like, totally not something we would do to you. I don't know why. We've we never that once done that. Maybe we were high when we did it. But Speaking no, of, we've never been high. I've oh never yeah. done drugs once in my life, Olivia. But you know seriously. what? Hypothetically, you know, I kind of want to talk about like what I would do if I did do drugs. Oh yeah, because like if I did do drugs in my life, I mean, I'm sure there'd be some pretty cool stories to have happened. But Dare worked, so uh, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Never done a drug. But let's just imagine for a moment together. 
Hey, don't worry. <laughs> We're Olivia and Andrew do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> So let's start. Let's start with the gateway drug, which we never did, because if we had, we would be doing drugs, yeah. right? So um, they they say it, the scary reefer, <laughs> <laughs> the pot, the reaper reefer. <laughs> I am the grim reefer. I'm here for your soul. <laughs> Is that what it's like to be stoned? I don't know, because I've never done it. But if I had... If I saw the Grim Reaper when I was stoned, I would literally have a fucking heart attack. <laughs> be over. You just saying it right now. Oh. Well, I'm hypothetically stoned right now. Freak me out. <laughs> I remember my first time smoking. Hypothetically. Do you remember yours? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I remember that. I remember smoking at a playground with two of my friends. It was me and one of the other girls first time smoking. And both of us were like, we're not high at all. Like, we smoked like two joints. I'm like, we don't feel anything. But like, our eyes were so bloodshot. Like, we must have just been high, but we just didn't, I don't know, know what to think about it. Um, and like, my birthday's on 420. So like, people, even when I was like a kid, would be like, oh, yeah. Like smoking pot, four twenty. I'm yeah, like man. ten years old, like nine years old. I'm like, what are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what? <sighs> but um, I feel like people also like they all thought I was a stoner before I even started smoking. So I'm just very like I was very sh- quiet and like chill and calm most of the time. <laughs> You're just docile. Yes. You're not stoned. <laughs> well, the first time I got stoned. I won band president. I was a junior, but I won band president. And it was like this big deal because no junior had ever been the president. All the seniors were mad at me. And so afterwards, I went with someone who I will not name. And another person. Yeah, let's not name anyone. Who I will not name. Because editing those goat noises in the last episode was really hard, but keep going. Yeah, that costs a lot in post. <laughs> so um, this guy you will not name. Yeah, they were just like, "You won't smoke weed." It's <laughs> like, "What?" It's like, "Yeah, you're the band president. You should smoke." <laughs> like you you're right. You're like, <laughs> you deserve it. You're right. And then I smoked weed. I didn't really feel very high, but I stuck my my body out of a car window after smoking weed while we're driving and yelled, "I'm band president, bitch!" <laughs> So that was my first time smoking weed, hypothetically. The second time I smoked, I remember feeling it, and I was at End of the Line Cafe. Mm-hmm. Can we say place? It's just not yeah, his name. Yeah. Okay. And I remember like she had just made these chocolate uh, cupcakes, mm. and I think me and my friend, we ate all of them. Like, oh. like, we had like four each, and she had just made them and put them out like on a plate for people did to buy. Did you pay for them? Oh, of course we did. Yeah. But uh, uh, okay. they were expensive because they were <laughs> vegan <laughs> cupcakes, so they are really good. I think it was worth it. By the way, y'all, I just found out I'm allergic to dairy. It explains all the farting. Oh, we can talk about that another time. Rough. But, um, oh yeah, so the second time I smoked, where I actually got high. But yeah, mm. I was at the end of the line, and we ate all these cupcakes. And I remember I just kept saying that I felt like my arms were melting. And I just kept saying it over and over again. And I couldn't stop giggling. <laughs> just mouth covered in chocolate. <laughs> Probably, yeah. My arms are melting. Oh, that's beautiful. One time I got so stoned... <laughs> So we were all over the beach, me and my friends in college, and we got really, really stoned. And some people were drunk. And we were just hanging out, and two people saw this, like, shape in a di- in the distance. And they're like, we want to see what that is. And they ran out, and they came back running, like, guys, it's a beached whale! I'm oh like, my God. holy shit. <laughs> and we were looking, and we all looking like, oh my God. And we just see the outline, like this dark figure, and like the fin, like flapping, like, ooh, I'm a you know, like, it's like <laughs> just, just like a flap, and you're like, holy shit. We're like, well, there's Y'all enough of a Y'all should see the way there. his arm's moving right now. <laughs> Perfect impression. Yeah, of a whale. <laughs> <laughs> but we were like, okay, there was like 12 of us. So we were like, oh my gosh, we could save this whale. 
So we were like, well, let's go push the whale back into the ocean. So we all start running out to this whale. And we get to it. And it's a little smaller than we thought. Because all of a sudden, a blanket gets thrown, thrown up. And two people are just underneath a blanket fucking. And we thought it was a whale. And like their thrusting looked like... A flipper in the distance, and we really thought it was another whale. It was a whale, so we went to push it. Wait, so there was a weird. There was no whale. Oh, there was never a whale. There was a whale, and then like further along, you thought you saw another whale. No, we got to the whale, but it was people fucking. That's super disappointing. I know, and we (laughs) just we all yelled, "It's people!" It was soiling (laughs) green. Back and my friend tripped, and we had to get her, and we picked her up and started running. It was something else. I feel like coming up with weed stories is just really hard for me because it's I'm literally just high all the time. Yeah, like hypothetically, you know, hypothetically, and, hypothetically. <laughs> and I don't know. I just feel like that I would have to recall every funny moment that happened in my life. Basically, <laughs> we don't have time for that. Yeah. The most recent time like, that we had. You know, on our hypothetical trip, I'm going to stop saying that. (laughs) When we were in Chattanooga, Andrew and I were smoking in a car, and then I just happened, with my third eye open, I just, (laughs) just kidding, I just happened (laughs) to turn around right at the right time, and I saw a cop just drive behind us while we're in our parking spot, and I told Andrew, and he's like, oh my god, this is it, it's over, (laughs) it's all over. (laughs) You're very calm about it, though. And then I saw a second cop, so we literally just backed up and drove to the Waffle House. That's right next, next to the hotel. Like, literally right next to it. Didn't even walk. We just drove the car there <laughs> and parked in the shadows. <laughs> and we sat inside the Waffle House. And I kept, like, looking behind, like, peeking through see the behind posters to see if they were coming down. And we were... So high and freaking and out. And it was the weirdest Waffle House experience, Worst too. Worst Waffle House ever. The waitress was immediately just like, what was she yelling about? I saw her shove a customer. <laughs> <laughs> because she was trying to get to her big-ass purse to get her fucking jewel out so she could go on a fucking smoke break, even though she wasn't even like coming to our table yet. She was having she was having a night. And she asked me if Been I there. wanted anything. Like a drink or something. And I said, yeah, I got the water. And then she was like, Ugh. and went and got the water and came back and then went outside. And I didn't cool. see that. I was looking for the cops. Oh, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and then they had that one man who was just like, I don't know, 70 years old, who was just not listening to anybody, just like cooking. And it was the worst Waffle House food Yeah, ever. hash browns were undercooked. They were just super bad. They forgot Ugh. the cheese and the onion. It was just plain it hash was browns. Bad. It was terrible. It was and then Andrew asked for chocolate chip waffle. And then he's like, oh, hey, I like, not trying to be a bother, but like, I ordered chocolate. He didn't say that. But that's not you, I definitely didn't say but that. But, anyways, he mentioned that he had had a chocolate chip waffle. They gave him a regular one. <laughs> and the guy, the guy walks away and he grabs a cup of chocolate chips and he just jumps it and just waffles. <laughs> And it's just us and one other, like, annoying family in there, so we're just trying, like, not to be laughing the entire time. So I just folded over my waffle and hoped that the heat of the other waffle <laughs> side would melt my chips. Oh. Gosh. Weed. I got ordained on 420. On my birthday. Yeah. On, well, I didn't see it that way when I did it. <laughs> I did. Of course. So, yeah, my friend asked me if I would marry them. Not, like, that way, but, like, marry them together. Yeah. So, I went onto the Universal Life Church website and got ordained on 420 after smoking a shit ton of weed, hotboxing a tent inside a living room. It was beautiful. And now I've done, like, I don't know how many weddings now. <clears throat> I can bring two people, two souls together in love oh, by the power so of the universe. Yeah, I mean, I always knew I was special. <laughs> <laughs> and only a couple of those got divorces. So, like, <laughs> it's not, I'm pretty good at it. 
I want to ask who got divorced, but I feel like that's not appropriate because they probably listen to this. Oh, it's okay. Well, Luke Oldham and Kayla O um, got divorced. That was the one that I got ordained for. (laughs) So my first one, first one wasn't a good go. Kayla, Kayla Childress, Kayla O. She was my friend in college. She moved to Portland. Anyway, this is going nowhere. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So. We've opened that gateway, that marijuana gateway, and what does it lead to? Um, did you ever do whippets? Oh my god, yes I did. <laughs> I did whippets because <coughs> someone just told me I should do it. <laughs> it's just like someone was breathing in a balloon. Peer pressure is real. They were just like, here, I'm going to crack it, it into a balloon. My first boyfriend... Did whoopies with me all not all the time. We did it a lot though. We really did. Oh, all my brain cells gone. Um, I only did it once, and I just remember feeling like freaked out because I don't like the idea of just like not being conscious. I guess, but because it makes you like unconscious for like a second, right? And then it makes you just keep really voice or your voice really deep, right? That's all it does. Yeah, I've only done it once. Okay. Well, yeah, you're it's like yeah, yeah, and then you feel. Real wonky, and you like it distorts sounds and stuff, and like so like that. I remember uh, my friend group. There's a period of time where all of like not all of them, but like a few of them were always doing whippets. I remember this one time, my friends were out in the parking lot waiting in the car, waiting for me and some other friends to get off of work, and they were doing whippets. In someone's minivan, like the family's minivan, and just doing donuts in the parking lot. And I remember seeing that. No, that's terrible. I know. I remember seeing that in Is the Bruno's parking lot. But I just danced to techno music when I I did whippets. I remember seeing it outside the window at work and thinking, like, okay, I don't want to do whippets anymore. Especially with them, because I feel like I'm going to end up dying. (laughs) They're doing donuts in a parking lot. <clears throat> I remember we did whippets in the Cancun bathroom. Cancun. Oh God. Yeah. The the and someone that worked famous... there was doing coke in the stall next to you because <laughs> they got Probably. busted for coke eventually. Yep. The Gulf Breeze Cancun's Mexican restaurant was delicious, and everyone would go there all the we time. We went there every day almost. Yeah. And they got busted because they were actually a big coke ring. Good for them. Yeah. I mean, not that they got busted. It was but right like, next to our high school, literally that... right across the street. I mean, their food was good. They should have just said, hey, the food's good. We don't have anything like it here. Just sell your, sell less Coke. Mm-hmm. Sell less Coke. But it was too much. And they got in trouble. <clears throat> yeah, and it probably doesn't help that people were doing whippets in the bathroom and dining and ditching <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I think the real gateway drug, though, was cough medicine. I never got into that. I didn't do it much, but like I did do it, like course eating cough and cold. I'll take it to go to sleep still to this day sometimes. I remember kids <laughs> call it triple C. It's like, you ever done triple C? And it's like, uh, what's triple C? It's like, it's cough medicine. <laughs> and I was like, I'll try it. Whatever. And it was like nothing. And then I did one time with my band in college, the Kosher Cowboys. One day we all went to a rock quarry and drank a bunch of cough medicine <laughs> and wrote a song called The Itch because I was having like a reaction to it where I was really itchy. Like my hands were really itchy the whole time. I hated it. So I wrote a song about it. Nice. Would you like to share it with us right now? <laughs> Absolutely not. It's so bad. Just the chorus. It was a long time the chorus is the honest. hardest part because it's just a bunch of words. Mm-hmm. Interpretation, recollection, new profession, safe and sound, natural selection. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Don't, no, I hate it. All right. The beginning is. I bet it was really good though. The beginning is feeling kind of itchy. Want to go out to the city? <laughs> so bad. God, I hated it. 
That's what happens when you get into a band because you got really drunk at a party and sang Bohemian Rhapsody, and they were like, we need a lead singer, and you're <laughs> drunk, and you're like, I'll do it! <laughs> and then you're forced to write songs like that oh. in rock quarry. I wish we hung out then. <laughs> oh, it was a fun time. I would have loved to have seen your band. Oh, the Kosher Cowboys. We did win the open mic night competition, won 100 bucks. It's pretty sweet. Nice. With the song Midas, which was a big hit. People would come up to me, I'll get be like, hey, I've got your song on my iPod. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Midas, it was <clears throat> Mr. Midas. Turn my heart to gold. What was once a warm love is now shivering cold. Mm. Hey, mm-hmm. Midas. Mm. Why you look so down? You got everything you wanted. Your life is perfect now. Perfect now. But Midas, Midas, is this what you need? Oh, Midas, man, come around. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> but people loved it. I'm glad you remembered that one. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Midas. <laughs> you can help me out. Teach me to take my world. It's like cold okay. medicines. Do you have any more like of those stories? I never did it. So. No, that's really it. I remember I did a bunch of cold medicine before a uh, life teen church thing. But, like, I really hammed it up. I really wasn't feeling, like, trippy or anything. I was, like, a little goofy. But, like, I was, like... Acting like I was tripping. Because <laughs> I was when like. When you were acting like you were tripping? Yeah, I was like 15 at Life Teen at St. Anne's Catholic Church. And I was pretending to be tripping basically. But I really, I did take a lot of cough medicine. But I wasn't like tripping the way I was saying <laughs> I was tripping. <sighs> well, so I wonder what would come next in this line. I'm going to say Salvia. Did you ever do Salvia? Oh my gosh, Salvia. I could not believe that was the, that was legal in Florida. Yeah, we bought it from Psychedelic Shack. Yep, right there. You could take it. Salvia was terrifying. I thought it was okay. I remember I would smoked it, and then I, as soon as I smoked it, I remember feeling like someone was pulling on each of my arms, like pulling me from side to side. And then I just remember I was giggling a lot. And then that's the one time I've actually had an outer body experience. I remember sitting on the couch at my friend's house where we did it. And I was literally looking at myself like from the ceiling, like sitting down in the living room wow. just for like a little bit. I remember looking down at the carpet and it looked like a tiny little village and I kept staring at it. Oh. And then I just kept running upstairs. So I was like checking my pants. So I kept thinking I was peeing myself, but I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I just kept going upstairs and I was like <laughs> giggling by myself like a psychopath, checking my underwear to see if I had peed. <laughs> well, your selfie experience is much different than my selfie experience. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <clears throat> so... Someone was like, I bought the highest grade salvia that there was because they had like higher levels, so whatever. What? Okay. Oh, yeah. I remember now. And I took a hit of it. Like, just take a hit and then hold it in for as long as you can. I was sitting in a Papazon chair, you know, <laughs> big, like circular chairs. Oh, this is going to be good. And as soon as I exhaled, I was sucked. Into the Papazon chair like a spiral, like a drain being pulled through a dimension, through a different dimension, like a wormhole that was that Papazon chair. And I was brought to a place where like it was very crowded, but there were no bodies. You could tell it was like crowded souls, but there were all different color. It was like colorful, like in this like purplish pinkish kind of way, but it was all colors around me, but no like physical forms. But I could tell there was a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. It was weird. And so then that all faded away and it felt like I had like gone through an entire lifetime almost. I remember it brought me to this place where I was a little kid and I fall and my knee, I hit my knee and it like gashed open. There was a lot of blood and then someone came and like wrapped it up. 
which why did this happen? I don't know. And then I just remember everything falling apart like Legos. Like if there was a Lego wall and it all started folding in on each other, that happened to everything around me. My whole entire Yes, everything crumbled apart, and then I returned, and I was not sure what the fuck was real for the next two weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's very different from mine. Yes. <laughs> I guess mine was not strong enough. Nope. <laughs> You're, oof. Apparently, if you, like, take the highest amount, you see, like, a, do you remember hearing, like, you see, like, a fairy, or, like, a goddess or something? You're supposed to, like... See a goddess? Did you see the goddess? Maybe. Do you know what I'm talking maybe about? Maybe that's at all? who bandaged my oh, knee. I don't know. Maybe. It was a woman, Shit. but I don't wasn't recognizable. Mm. <laughs> oh my god! Did I meet the goddess? Maybe. I don't fucking know. I mean, I was I in a, I was in a waiting room of colors, of souls. It felt like purgatory, but like not. Like it felt like I was. I don't know. Just in with the souls. <laughs> like, just surrounded by soul. Anyway. Surrounded by soul. <laughs> there was... There was the jazz band playing. <laughs> I can hear those trombones blowing now. Okay. Alright. Salvia. Jesus. Well, I mean, we might as well talk about... If we did shrooms and other yeah. psychedelics, like what if we did? <laughs> oh man, the first time I did shrooms mm-hmm. was so much fun. I remember we went to the park next to my boyfriend at the time, uh, his house, and we got on a merry-go-round. It was at nighttime, <laughs> and we all had cigarettes hanging off the side of the merry-go-round. Oh so it just God. looked like a ring of fire. You just saw all these like sparklers oh, and stuff. That's like cool. it was really cool. And then we went back to the house, and I remember it was a full moon. And I just sat in a chair and started looking at the moon. And the moon turned into three women. And they were all, like, angling down towards me and, like, dancing. And Whoa. everyone left me alone because I guess they realized I was having a moment, you know, and I was seeing something cool. But I was absolutely mesmerized. It was super cool. And they were, like, the color of the moon, too. Like, their skin was the color of the moon. Their gown was, too. Moon but they woman. turned into three. Yeah, it turned into three of them, and then they were dancing, and apparently I watched that for like 45 minutes. And then I was like, oh, all this time went by, and I didn't even realize it. But that was super cool. That must be why there's a man in the moon, you know? Mm. <laughs> the man on the moon's getting some. <laughs> <laughs> the moon's made of three women. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, that's going was... somewhere. I'm working on that bit. <laughs> well, that's amazing that you <laughs> saw three women. I, that's not happened to me on shrooms, unfortunately. It's three men. Uh, one time on shrooms, I went to Alvin's Island on the oh, beach. Wow. <laughs> I know. Sounds luxurious. Yeah. But at Alvin's Island, in like the clothing section, they have this video that's ongoing. For this wrap dress that changes into different styles. Like, you can, like, wrap it this way and tie it here and wrap it this way, tie it there, you know? And I stood there for, like, ten minutes staring at this video because it just kept looking like this woman was transforming nonstop. But it was just the video of her changing the dress. And I realized, I was like, oh, my gosh, people don't need clothes anymore all this waste, I'm going to buy a bunch of these wrap dresses and give them out to people <laughs> <laughs> so that they never have to buy other clothes again. We can be minimalistic. <laughs> and I brought a shit ton of these dresses up to the front counter and they ended up being like 55, 60 bucks a piece. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm so sorry, I can't do this. <laughs> Put them all back. (laughs) (laughs) So I tried to save the world on mushrooms. But I also had a very terrible experience once where at the end of the trip, trip, we decided we were going to go to a pool hall, billiards club. 
named Pockets. It's no longer around anymore. And we get there, and it's like heavy metal music. And all the clinking sounds of the balls. And it was fucking giving me a headache. And it was so smoky in there. And there was a baby in the bar. And I was like, oh, fuck, we're in hell. <laughs> I was like, we somehow made it to hell. I thought we went to a place we died. And, like, that baby's dead. Like, that baby died of cancer or something. And that's why he's in a smoky bar in hell. And, like... I really wanted a Sprite. I was just like, I just need to have a Sprite or something. I need to calm down. And I went, <laughs> you know, and I went to the bartender. I was like, can I have a Sprite? Need my Sprite. He said, all we have is Mountain Dew. I was like, that seems like something that would happen in hell, too. Where then, like, it's like, we only have Mountain Dew here. Yo, I can really hear no again. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I was just like, we have to get out of here. I really feel like. We died. I think we died. And we went to hell. Oh my God, you're shaking. I feel like you're reliving it right now. <laughs> it was rough. Damn. Ooh. I had a bad experience, too, uh, on shrooms. I remember we were at my friend's house, and there's some other people there, and my boyfriend at the time, my high school boyfriend, but I think we were like on a break or something. So we were all doing shrooms. Does that sound like a good idea when you're on a break with somebody? Yeah. And then um, his ex showed up. It was like hanging out with all of us. And it was right when I was peaking. And so my trip turned into a bad trip. And I started getting really anxious and my like breathing was really off. And then I ended up getting like an upset stomach. And I was just kind of like that, you know, off in the corner by myself for most of the night. It sucked. And I'm sure I looked fucking crazy. But she ruined it for me. And like, why would you just show up when you know people are doing drugs? But it was whatever. And not be doing them also, but whatever. So then by the time we all go to bed, we're all sleeping in, like, the guest room of my friend's house. So there's probably, it's me, the guy I'm seeing, we're on a break, though, we're in the bed, and then the other girl gets on the other side of the bed to sleep there, because we're all trying to find, like, a place to sleep. People are sleeping on the floor. Oh, my and I, God. Yeah, it was so weird. I just remember being so out of it, and, like, not even really even being able to, like, do anything. Like, I was just kind of in and out of sleep at that point, too. And it got to a point where, like, it was like we were almost, like, fighting over him. It was so pathetic. Did <laughs> but I'm on, sure, I'm on shrooms, and I'm still trying to, like, win his affection. You know, I can't even keep my eyes open. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. So then, like, I'm in and out of sleep. And, like, my stomach's still hurting. It's, like, growling. And I just start farting. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, like, farting so much. And so there's the three of us in the bed. Like, no one's doing anything sexual. We're all just kind of, like, late. We're just sleeping, you know, trying to go to sleep. And there's people on the floor sleeping. And it's, like, completely pitch black in this room. And I could just, like, feel people just kind of getting up off the floor and, like, looking. Like, I couldn't see them. But I knew it was happening. Did they think you guys were going to have a threesome? No, 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 no. Oh. That didn't happen at all. But... But did they think that could happen? No. Mm-mm. We were all just trying to, like, go to sleep. But... Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I'm serious. But I remember someone at one point was like, what's happening? <laughs> like, and my friend Bill being like, what's going on? <laughs> and it's like pitch black. And I remember someone being like, Olivia doesn't feel well. Like, y'all have stopped. And people are like, just, people are giggling in a pitch black room. <laughs> While I'm out of it and can barely like stay awake, but I can't stop farting. <laughs> in, front, in a room full of the people that like I care about the most. And it's dark and I can just hear laughing it was horrible oh no and then the guy my boyfriend's ex is on the other side of him I'm like god damn it she looks better than me right now that's for sure so that was terrible wow (laughs) I have a really I have a really good one really good shroom time alright let's let's hear that please let's hear that one Uh, well I went to go see Vampire Weekend in Atlanta and we got there, and one of our friends gave us these pyramid chocolates. Like they looked like the pyramid of Giza, but it was shroom chocolates. And we ate them, and we went to this concert. And at one point in the concert, someone got on stage, some random person from the crowd. And we all looked at each other, me, my friend, and someone who will not be named as well. 
in my family <coughs> went <laughs> like we what do we do? I mean they did it so we ran and got on stage at Vampire Weekend during their final song Walcott and we did not know what to do when we got there so we were just like what do we do like we I guess we jump do we just jump and we just started like jumping like in play <laughs> So yeah, I, I did. I got really, really fucked up on shrooms. Saw Vampire Weekend and jumped up and down. Yep. Hell yeah! <laughs> 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 that's such a happy story. And then, oh, then that's the same night that when we got back to the hotel, we got turned on the news and breaking news. Baby in China, born with second penis oh on back. That's where the joke came that from. That was the night wow. that I saw it on the news. And we were like, what? And we were just all looking around, like laughing, like, this is real. This is real. <laughs> it was hilarious. Where it all began. <laughs> and nice. also, here's kind of the sad part. From our room, the window, you can look out and you see this. Like, I think it was a 7-Eleven. And in the window, I could just see through the window, through everything, there was a gold can. It was like I had, like, this weird, like, bird's eye vision. It was wild. There was this golden can at the 7-Eleven that I could see somehow through my window at my hotel. And I said, we need to go. (laughs) (laughs) We need to go to this 7-Eleven and see what's in the golden can. (laughs) And everyone was like, all right. And we went and we got there. And there it was, the golden can. And it was pineapple. Oh. um, Fucking. (laughs) Pineapple Sprite? Was it Pineapple oh. Sprite? <laughs> I, was, I thought you meant like a can pineapple of pineapple. shit. It was pineapple... Sprite and a can... Wait. No, it was it was pineapple sun-kissed. Oh. And I was like, what? I got it. I came back to the hotel, took a sip, and it sucked. Oh. It sucked. But for some reason, I knew, gonna I knew it was the there. I knew it was there. Like, I was like... I was able to see this golden can. I like shiny things. <laughs> Let's go get that. It was far away. Like, I'm shocked. <laughs> oh, it was a cute little quest. I love that. Yeah, it was fun. I remember doing shrooms when I was at Bonnaroo. Because <laughs> you gotta do drugs when you're at Bonnaroo. Yeah, Mom. I went in 2010. Uh, the Dead Weather was there. Weezer was there. Flaming Lips was there. A bunch of other people that I can't think off the top of my head right now. Oh, yeah. The Trancing Turtles. The, what was it? The Miss Mattress and the Fairy Weather Band. I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're there. They were. I went that year, too. uh, You went the same year as me? Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know why we didn't get to see each other. Um, Fanny Pack background. No. Back, Backstory? Fanny Pack backstory? Was that what it was called? The Dodos, they were there also. The Shimmy, uh, shimmy Shakes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she and Him. Mm-hmm. Zoe Deschanel's band was there. Periwinkle's, against me. Periwinkle Sunsuit. Um, there was like four others I got to see too. Dead Mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Black, Tinkles. The Black Keys. Did you see Tom Tinkles? No, I did not. The Black Keys were there, though. And then... Oh, there's so many other big ones I cannot mm-hmm. think of right now. Ooh, Bishop Billy Goat. Oh, um, Dave Matthews, Stevie Wonder, and who else was there? Jay-Z. Yeah, Jay-Z was there. Really? Yes. I'm over here seeing Bishop Billy Goat, and you're seeing Jay-Z? All on the same stage. It was Dead Weather, Jay-Z... Um, and then right after that was Kings of Leon, mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. and then Dave Matthews. So I just literally stayed in that spot and watched Shelby all the Shelby Flowers. Bands. See, I don't know any of these Misfit people Misfit Matchet. What? <laughs> I don't know. Misfit Matchheads? No. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, 2010 was awesome for Bonnaroo. And I remember doing shrooms there. 
and going and seeing the Flaming Lips, and it was such a cool show. And I also remember just licking a powder out of someone, a stranger's hand. I don't even know what kind of drugs it was. I was really fucking dumb, and I was already fucked up, so I was like, whatever. So I think it was Molly. I don't know. Anyways, I had a great time. Ooh, did you see the Patterson family? No. It's a fam- big family band? No, I did not. Well. Sorry. <laughs> Conan O'Brien was hosting it. Yeah. yeah How did you not see any of these people? I don't know. Maybe I did and forgot. I was fucked up <laughs> most of the time. Everyone was. Yeah. Hypothetically. They stole all of our joints when we were at security because we tried to hide them in a cigarette pack and that did not work. Yeah. It's the first place they looked. I've never been to Bonnaroo. Did you really just make all that up? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so those bands really don't exist. Yeah, they don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> at least I didn't lie about it. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, good, good job. Yeah, yeah bad. Yay, I'm not a fucking liar. You see, you guys, I'm not. See, that was basically as good as a polygraph, I think. Yeah, I feel good about myself. Now the world knows. Anyways, oh, I've got one more funny stream story. And you were there when we were in New Orleans. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, recently, maybe like a year and a half ago. And we did shrooms, and literally as soon as the shrooms started kicking in, my name got called to do karaoke. And I went up and I sang I Touch Myself by the Divinals, and I literally felt like a rock star. Like, everybody was, like, singing along with me, and it was a crowded, packed room. Everyone was in it. was a beautiful moment. It was like, I felt like a fucking rock star. It was really cool. I was like, <laughs> man, I was like, I guess I do like shrooms again. Because I, had, I hadn't done it them in great. years. It was a really good comeback. But, uh... Remember that hobo marker? Oh, yes. <laughs> also, I also remember we were going to go downtown after karaoke. And I remember getting in our Uber. And then out of nowhere, I, I couldn't buckle myself up because my jacket was so poofy. And it was just like the funniest thing. I could so not stop laughing. We were all maniacally laughing. I was laughing so hard. I could not stop. And I remember in the back seat where I was sitting, I could see the driver through the rear view mirror, his eyes. He was looking at me like he was terrified of me. And he was driving so fast just to get us to our destination because he wanted us out of his car. Oh, it was great. But, oh, it was so fucking funny. And then, yeah, we had a great time. And then... Well, we kept thinking we saw a ghost or something. It's like, guy just kept looping around. Yeah. And he, was, he wasn't talking. He, he, wasn't, he was just kind of like standing there. Yeah. And he sat by us that one time. Like, and Ethan was like, dude, uh, can you leave us? He didn't say a single word. He never said a word. And we said, yeah, because he said, oh, it's because he walked past that hobo. Yeah. And a sea witch stole his voice. I don't remember anyone saying that. <laughs> so this is... <laughs> Are you making this up to? No, I don't know anymore. No, that actually happened. Damn it. Anyways, that was a good time. Yeah. And we took a selfie with all of us, and we didn't realize there was a homeless man laying on the ground in the background. <laughs> we did not see that. Did not. She posted it. Oh, no. That was a really fun <sighs> night. Really fun night. What about acid? I don't really like acid. I like shrooms, but acid... I not. don't have time for acid. Like... I just, that's a whole day, two day, weekend thing. You gotta have, that was more so for like high school when I was in college. Mm-hmm. I did acid a lot when I was in my senior year in high school. And then I did a little bit like when I was in college too. But um, I just kind of stopped doing it because I got busy. But I always had good experiences. And I remember we had one friend, we'd always go to his house uh, when his parents were out of town and we'd always trip. And he had all these paintings, like, throughout his house, these giant paintings, and they would move around, and it definitely looked like Hogwarts, with all the paintings that move, and it was so cool. So we always did that when his parents found town, a big group of us. But then there's another time where I, well, the first time I did acid, though, it's similar to the shroom story from earlier. My boyfriend's ex shows up, my first time I'm doing acid, as I'm peeking. Oh, no. And I was like, oh my God, like this is the worst feeling ever. So that's twice on two different like drug accounts where she's showing up right where I was like being in a ruin. Yeah. Terrible. So that's why I didn't do any of that stuff for a long time afterwards. Gosh, so like when she comes around, it ruins trips. And when people come into places you work, it gives them shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> or it's just me shitting. Like you said. <sighs> yeah, the only acid story that's any memorable to me at all is when we watched the Christmas... Uh, when me and my friends watched Princess and the Frog. Because it was terrible, terrible experience. That movie sucks. That movie sucks because the frogs ruin it. There's a really hilarious uh, trumpet playing alligator and this like Cajun Creole uh, firefly who reminds me of the janitor from the movie theater I used to work with. And I wanted more of them and less of the fucking frogs who like whenever they cut to the frogs would be like flirting frogs. Like I don't need to watch frogs flirt for 45 more minutes. Give me more of that alligator. Give me more of that alligator. Ugh. So then my friend, who was not tripping, did not know we were tripping, showed up. And we was like, hey, you guys want to go to a Chinese buffet? And we were like, yeah. So we went over to the Chinese buffet. And first of all, I stood there and stand and stared. I stood there and stared at the ice cream part at this buffet for like five straight minutes before I said, ugh, and left. It was, you know those, you put like, you leave the ice cream scoop in the water, you know, like washes it off. And it was nasty. Everything was disgusting. Yeah. And it freaked me out. And then I saw it. Frog legs. They had frog oh, no. legs. So all I ate was a giant pile of frog legs, spitefully, because I hated the princess and the frog frogs. That's all I got on acid. <laughs> you were able to eat on acid? That's like all I can think of. Because I was so impassioned <laughs> and enraged by these frogs <laughs> ruining it. Oh, another thing that me and my friends did anytime we did acid together is we would watch Walker, Texas Ranger in Seventh Heaven and just laugh our fucking asses off. Like, it was just the funniest thing to watch in that moment for some reason. <laughs> and that's it. That's all my asses <laughs> Acid. Yeah, it's not, acid's not great. Coke. <laughs> On the other hand... I feel like I shouldn't even talk about Coke because it sounds so good when you start talking about it. <laughs> Andrew, why are you itching yourself so much right now? No. <laughs> it's the sweater! Oh, the sweater's man. itchy! I wouldn't say I had done a lot of cocaine because most of it was cut with baby laxatives. So I feel like I've done a lot of baby laxatives. It's <laughs> <laughs> the truth. Thinking a lot of things right now. <laughs> did you wear a diaper? I did. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not every time. <laughs> did you get no. high off baby laxatives? I remember I got engaged when I was on cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got engaged on cocaine, guys, and I was all tore up. Like, how did this marriage not work out? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I remember I was on cocaine. I got a phone call from my boyfriend in Michigan, and she asked me to marry him. And I said yes, and then I came inside. And I told everybody else who was on cocaine, I was just like, hey guys, I just got engaged. And they were just like, the fuck? This is a bad story. It was like, <laughs> why are you so silent? <laughs> so I thought you were still going, I'm sorry. Did you say the first time you did cocaine? No. I don't know the first time you I know? did cocaine. The first time I did cocaine, I did it. At UWF in the dorms to write a screenplay for my advanced screenplay writing class. Nice. Because I had to write a 90 page screenplay, so I did cocaine to do it. <laughs> Appropriate. <laughs> and it was a movie called Flower Bloom about a go go dancer during the Vietnam War who uh, 
goes and gets a job at this go-go club and turns out that the owner has been drawing these strippers and hookers and whores to the place to kill them and murdering all these people. And she has to defeat him. And I got a 100. Ooh. She loved it. Do you have that saved somewhere? You need to yeah, I have it. turn that into an actual film. You want to read it? I'd love to. I'll send it to you. Thank you. Yeah. And the first time I did cocaine, I thought... Oh, and she does... I'm sorry. She does shrooms in it. And the bad guy does acid. Oh, damn. Like it's communion. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he nails someone to a cross while he's on acid. Very God, cool. how did I... I I was fucked up. You were on college. coke, yeah. I, you got see, engaged on coke, you wrote that on coke. And that was a comedy, too. It's like every <laughs> time I try to write something, <laughs> it ends up being that tongue twisted. It's fucked. I remember the first time I did cocaine... I thought I was so fucking cool. Yeah. And it's at my first apartment, and I'm there with uh, my roommate and her friend, this, like, really cute guy, and so we're doing cocaine, and I've got really bad, like, sinus issues, as you know, so my, like, one nostril got really, like, clogged up, and I sneezed, and it sounded like I farted, like, just the gross. Your sneeze sounded like a fart? That, has that never happened to you? Or Absolutely surprised? not. What? I've had sneezes that sound like farts. Maybe you're just farting out your nose because you have so many farts. <laughs> it's just it's clogged up. Because that's what happens with me because I have a lot of allergies. And I'm like, I've always been that way. But yeah, my, it sounded like a fucking fart. And I just remember it was just my roommate and this hot dude. And everyone didn't believe that it wasn't a fart. So that was fun. I did not, I did not, I did not feel so cool after that. Listeners, have you ever had a sneeze that sounded like a fart? Please comment if you have. That's why when people do fart in public, they try to cover it up with like a sneeze or something. What? No, it's just because a sneeze <laughs> is normally like, like the loudest like thing to do to cover it I up. I feel like that's a thing. I don't know. I don't know. I think you're <laughs> farting out your nose. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, when I'm trying to cover up a fart, I'll just try to, like, close a door or something. <laughs> just try to make some kind of, like, clapping noise. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> Sweet Susanna! Just yell something while you're hey, farting. Hey, I'm going pizza. Oh, never mind. Change my mind. <laughs> just trying to get a fart out. <laughs> There's another uh, time I got, I was with people, and someone gave me, like, my own first, like, my own little... Personal baggie. Oh. Uh, love that I'm saying this publicly. But, um. <laughs> Hypothetically as well. I remember, like, I misplaced it. I guess I, like, I didn't know where it was. And I was like, where'd my bag go? Like, did someone take it? I'm just, you know, drunk also. I'm not thinking about what I'm saying. And little naive me, little did I know, is not the thing you should be saying <laughs> from other people that are doing coke, because everyone's like, are you accusing us? I'm like, no, I'm, like, I'm just saying, I don't know where it went. <laughs> like, And then I found it in my back pocket. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, you guys. My bad. Um, and like, I know that same group of people think I'm just like the hugest dork, even to this day. But, uh... That's and then another time I was with them, I sneezed and I blew it everywhere. So. Oh. oh, that sucks. Yeah. One time, I decided to not go out to the bars. It was the night before a survivor party in college. And I hadn't painted the flags yet. So, everyone was going out to the bars. And I was like, you know what, guys? I'm going to stay home. I'm going to do cocaine and paint the flags. <laughs> so, I spent... They went on, partied. I just stayed in the apartment... Painting, painting a survivor symbol with for ancient Egypt and uh, doing cocaine. And then everyone came home and uh, I was like, tweet the fuck out, like with paint everywhere. And it was like, we want to do cocaine too. And it was like, damn it. And I was like, okay, I actually have a lot. 
<laughs> so we go into a cocaine in my room, and this guy who has never met, who was friends with this guy who was super hot that I was like in love with, uh, came and he fell into the table that the cocaine was on, and all the cocaine like basically went everywhere, most of it. I was so pissed off, <laughs> so pissed off, and everyone could tell. So most everyone left except for. The person who I thought was super hot and I was in love with. And we just stayed and hung out and did cocaine. And then they're like, do you want to just uh, watch a movie in my twin bed? <laughs> <laughs> we watched Tommy Boy. And Good movie. Uncle Kane. And just then all of a sudden... We started making out, and I started touching his penis, and then we fucking had some fun, and I sucked a dick. Um, so that was nice. You know, <laughs> at the end of the nice. day, like, I ended up hooking up with someone that I was super into, and I didn't end up going anywhere, really, and he has a wife and two kids now, so. Right. Well, we're all doing better off. <laughs> Yeah. I think we can say that. He's probably the only person I think I actually was truly in love with. I was super compatible with him. We had a great time. He was so fun. We would hang out 24-7 for like months. It was... <sighs> but Adderall. Adderall? I had an Adderall phase, which really? I think most people know about that. It's kind of like the whole weed thing. I don't even... It's hard for me to just think of stories about it because it was just such part of my life for a long time. Yeah. To where like, it's like, I don't know. You just know. did Adderall. Yeah, I just did Adderall for a very long time. And I was the life of the party and I was always accidentally talking over people. <laughs> <laughs> and I was skinny. Oh, uh, I remember one time I did a bunch of Adderall and went to Gulf Breeze High School. I wasn't in high school anymore. It was after, uh, it was the summer after my freshman year of college. I came back to the high school to help teach marching band, but I just did a shit ton of Adderall and, like, taught the kids how to march and, like, got, like, really into it and, like, was really, like, getting them to be the best marching band people ever. But I was just so fucking blitzed (laughs) going wild on Adderall, but, like, those kids, they knew how to march, baby. Uh I taught them how to march thanks to Adderall. Remember when I was getting off of Adderall, the first week of me getting off of Adderall, and we go to a, the pool party at our friend's house? Remember the pool party we went to? No. Yes, you do. At Kelsey's house. At Kelsey's? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, I remember Where, that. you know who, st- stuck a beer bottle up his ass. Yeah. In front of everybody. No, it was like. <laughs> and we all took our clothes off and went skinny oh. dipping. And then I woke up with no fucking clothes on. Oh, that's the night of the pot roast. The pot roast joke came Yeah. From. Yeah, I was pant- eating a pot roast on the floor, pantless, totally blackout drunk. And I kept trying to get my keys back from people because I was like, I need to go to CBS and get some frozen appetizers. Yeah. And our friend was like, I made this pot roast for you, like this homemade meal. Like, why the fuck do you want to go and get some, like, frozen jalapeno poppers? (laughs) And so I had to get her pants back on her, me and Pop. He had to put my wet pants back on me. (laughs) Andrew had to put my wet pants back on me. Mm -hmm. And I took them right back off after it took him 30 minutes or so to put them on you. It was one And then I wake up with no clothes on, wrapped up in a blanket in the middle of the living room with people surrounding me. So that was cool. Oof. Fun <laughs> night. Thank you for protecting me that night. You're very welcome. <laughs> oh, man. I love you. So that's all I got for Adderall. Like I said, it was just part of my life. Yeah. So what would be the closest? Meth? Meth. Oh, man. I accidentally did meth once. <laughs> I accidentally did meth twice. I'm not trying to run it. What up, you? I did actually, I think three, I, maybe three times, unless it almost cracked. Um, but I think that but all three times it was meth. And it was always an accident. What's, when, when did you accidentally do meth? I actually did meth four times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really cool, because I just remembered that I actually did it five times. And I so, work in a meth lab. And maybe lab. even six. Uh. Um, I have, like, all the meth in the world on me right now, so... 
Yeah. I still do it. I'm doing it right now. We sound like Kristen Wiig's character on SNL. Yeah. She's always trying to one up people. Oh, really? Well, I did this. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I am. I am meth. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm God and I made meth. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was at Emerald City, the gay bar, the gay club that used to be here. And this guy I used to hook up with ended up showing up. And he was like, come to the bathroom and do cocaine with me. And I was like, okay. And did you say the roundup? No. Oh, sorry. Emerald okay. City. Because that's where I accidentally did it. Okay. Gay clubs. Gay clubs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. something out here. And uh, I did it. And I immediately was like, what the fuck? And I puked a little. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. That was the meth. And I was like, What? And so I had a very, I understand why people get hooked on meth because it was like a really fucking fun night after that, but I was so pissed. But I basically like, we got on that dance floor and he was making out at me and we were, he was putting a booty up on me. It was like, mm. oof, it was nice. Ooh. Lord have mercy. Ooh. But I don't do that. That's the only time it ever happened. The first time I accidentally did meth was at the Roundup. Should I say places? That's okay. Yeah, right, whatever. Okay. We, we already established that. But um, I don't even remember who I was there with. All I know is I made some new friends. And one was this uh, kid named Robert that was in a wheelchair, but I can't exactly remember his disability. But I remember, what? I, but I remember this old guy that I also met. Is like an old man who would dye his hair jet black, and it was just, it looked awful. I think I know who this might be. Oh, uh-oh. No, See, I no, I, I mean, I think I've seen the Okay. Man. See, I don't remember his name. I literally only saw him that night, and that's it. I guess that's a type of man, anyway. Yes. I've probably seen a man like him. But he asked if we wanted to go to his car after talking for a little bit, and like smoke, uh, smoke a bowl, and my dumb ass is like, yeah, sure, and I'm carrying... <laughs> Robert, the kid that was in a wheelchair, I'm carrying him to the car, <laughs> and I sit him in my lap, so we're smoking in a bowl in this guy's car that I don't really know, and I'm like, it was a weird looking pipe too, and it smelled, it tasted like chemicals, it didn't taste right, and I felt weird, and I remember going home being like, I think I just smoked meth or crack, and then there's a second time where someone gave me something, and it's not what I thought it was, and I couldn't sleep. For like two days I'm like that person definitely gave me meth and then there was a time on my 30th birthday where I had I was really drunk and I forgot that I had picked up drugs I found on the floor at my work and I was like oh I'm never gonna take these like that's disgusting I'll never do that I'll just hold on to it to see if anyone else wants it or if I can sell it you know down the road and I remember I had been holding on to it for a couple months and on my 30th birthday here at my house when I was drunk I was like hey everybody I I got this baggie, like it's cocaine, let's do it. Um, and then it was just me and one other girl that tried it. And this girl got to the party like right when we we're kind of winding down too. And so everyone leaves except for me and her. We're the only ones that did it. And I was up for the entire night and the next day. Because it was definitely meth and it was not cocaine. So that Woo! was my 30th birthday and... Yeah, feeling pretty proud of myself. Well, you did it. <laughs> At least you never did it because you wanted to. No, never. Yeah. Um, well, what else? I do vaguely at one point remember being like, it's actually not that bad. <laughs> and then I was saying that. I was like, this is not that bad. But I was like, no, never again. But then we threw it away. But, uh, yep. <laughs> You know, it's not as fun when we're getting into all, like, the hard drugs. This is stuff we yeah, accidentally did. The harder we get, the uh, the bigger the fall. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, then we tried to pick it back up with Molly, you know? See, I never liked Molly. I tried to like Molly. Wasn't for me. First time I did Molly, my one of my roommates in college wanted to go to a rave... And wanted me to go with her and her boyfriend. So I was like the third wheel at this rave, which is not even like the kind of music I like. It's not really my scene. Yeah, yeah. That's a problem because yeah. with Molly, you can't just take Molly. You have to like take the entire lifestyle. Like yeah. you're not just like, oh, I'm going to do Molly. It's like, exactly. no, I need to change who I am I'm now so glad you say that. That makes me feel better. Thank you for explaining that. Uh-huh. I, need, I need someone to say that to me. But yeah, I just like felt like a fucking alien and like 
you know, when you're on Molly, you always want to touch people. It's all about, like, you know, the way you feel things, how everything feels. Like, all right, I'm in a fucking, like, room, a venue with all these people I don't know, and I'm in the third wheel. Like, who am I going to touch? I don't know these people. That You get to touch the most people. When you're the third wheel. Yeah, when I'm like, get... excuse me, can you get off my way? <laughs> excuse me, I need to the bathroom. Parting the sea of people. That's when I was touching people. I'm trying to escape. Oh. There's another time I did Molly. And I knew it just wasn't for me. <clears throat> but the guy I dated forever. We finally broke up. And we had already planned on going to Moog Fest with a bunch of people. Like a group of people, her friends from Tallahassee. So we go to the Moog Fest, which is in Asheville. And all that whole group of people, they all wanted to do Molly. And so I'm like, all right, you know, I'm going to do it too. And I was really just trying to have a good time and act like I was having a good time and push through. But it was just a fucking nightmare. And there was a girl that, like, had a crush on my boyfriend that was kind of going after him after I broke up with him. So it was, like, them flirting the entire time. I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? This is fucking terrible. And I think the more – you know what I learned from this – podcast episode is that you know what in retrospect i should not have been doing any drugs with him i should have found someone cooler so i would have had better drug experiences there we go because i remember when i was at in Asheville at one of the shows crystal castles was playing and i was in the very front and that could have been a really good experience but i just started backing out into the audience because i started like feeling weird from rolling and literally everyone's kind of like getting out of my way and like I'm, and I don't even, like, turn around to walk. I'm literally just walking backwards away from the stage until I'm completely gone from everybody. And I remember my friends, like, found me standing by the porta potties And I'm just like, I feel like I'm in hell right now. I'm like, why do people love this drug? I'm like, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> Hated it. One time I did it on New Year's Eve and the fireworks started going off. And Florence from Florence and the Machine was on the TV and sang Shake It Off. And I started crying. Aww. It was beautiful. Well, I'm glad you had a good experience. One of us deserves that. Apparently everyone has a great experience. I just Someone has, am a freak and I don't have good experiences with it always, ever. It's not always. Drugs aren't bad. People are. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Bad. Well, I'm glad we got a drug episode in of what we would hypothetically do if we did yeah, these things. Yeah, because drugs aren't for us, and we're not for everybody. No, we are not. <laughs> All right, guys. I've been Olivia Searcy. And I'm Andrew Ferrara. And we're not, not for, for everybody. everybody. Bye. Bye.